Hello, this is FTW with Ahmad Khan, part of the Dot Esports Podcast Network. I'm Ahmad Khan of Tom's Guide, and joining me today is Rishi Elwani of IGN India. If I were to ask you what was the most viewed esport event of May, you might say the mid-season invitational for League of Legends, or maybe even the PUBG Mobile Pro League Southeast Asia Finals. But you would be very wrong. The most viewed esports event was the Free Fire World Series in Singapore. The event, which took place on May 30th, brought in over 5.4 million viewers, excluding the Chinese market. The mid-season invitational brought in a little over 1.8 million by comparison. But for many in the West, Garena Free Fire, a battle royale game similar to Fortnite and PUBG, is largely unknown. But in the rest of the world, especially in mobile-first countries, it's incredibly popular. As of May 2020, Free Fire said it had over 80 million active daily users. So Rishi, first off, thank you so much for returning to the show. Thanks for having me, Ahmad. Always a pleasure. And, you know, I, I before we kind of get into the nitty gritty of what, you know, what is going on with the Free Fire scene, uh, let's kind of just make a quick explainer of what the game is for people who have never heard of it before. So Rishi, what is Garena Free Fire? So Garena Free Fire is a game from Garena, whose parent company is C or SEA, depending how you want to say that. Uh, and it, as you said earlier, right, it's a battle royale game. And uh, that's essentially pretty much the gist of it. But what uh, makes it special, in particularly in markets like India, uh, where, you know, most people who buy phones, they're under the 10,000 rupee mark, which is, uh, I mean, what uh, that's around, I guess that's around like $100, a little less than $100. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it tends to run really well on those phones. Really, really mm-hmm. well. Uh, and see, uh, particularly in markets like ours, where uh, everyone is playing a game like PUBG, right? Where everyone's playing mm-hmm. a game, or rather now, uh, PUBG has come back as Battlegrounds Mobile India, where everyone is playing that. Uh, it doesn't run too well on low-end devices, uh, hmm. to, the, to the point where, uh, you know, like, uh, Crafton's had to, ha- ha- has had to hive the game off, where I think when you do the initial download, it's 700 MB, but the rest of the game, all the assets, uh, all the maps are a separate download in itself. Free Fire is one of those things that's really easy to install and play. And it runs on devices as, which cost as low as $60 in India. So it's got a pretty, it's got pretty popular with, with, with a large chunk of the audience that may not have the greatest and best smartphone. Yeah, you know, I think that's an interesting point because, I, well, I haven't really had a chance to play Free Fire. I was looking at some reviews and I think a common refrain was that if you're looking for the most graphically intensive game for your phone, Free Fire is probably not the game to play. That's actually correct. In fact, they've gone in the opposite direction. So while you have Crafton and Tencent that had PUBG Mobile and then a light version of the game, here they're doing hmm. a max version of Free Fire, which will actually look and play a lot better. Uh, at least that's what they say. Uh, but that's just one part of it. Uh, the other part of it is that Garena's had a really, really good knack of uh, integrating itself and being a part of the gaming community. And I think a lot, and particularly in India, it's something we've seen where they've tied up with uh, Bollywood celebrities. They've had Hrithik Roshan, which is one of the more, who's one of the more popular Bollywood celebrities, uh, Bollywood actors rather. They've had him in the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a ton of a ton of tournaments, ton of community events, and they've rolled it out in a fashion where it's not just a game. They're trying to create it. They're trying to make it more of an aspirational lifestyle kind of thing. And why I say that is because uh, while everyone knows about Garena Free Fire, at least in our market, uh, the other part of it is uh, Garena's own streaming service called Booyah, 
So what they tend hmm. to do is they use Booyah to help build up the content creation ecosystem to help broadcast esports events as well. They also have a YouTube presence, yes, but they also use Booyah as a platform to get content creators on board. And it's been pretty successful from that metric as well. So you're saying Garena, which is a what it's a Singaporean-based company, right? Yes. So this company, not only are they making a very light uh, battle royale shooter, but it also has a streaming service in which it can also kind of churn out the content. So this would be equivalent of, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like a Twitch in the US also making, you know, the the top, like League of Legends, for example, or whatever top shooter is on the market. So they're kind of controlling the the content side as well as the esports side. I think, yeah, it would be, it's essentially what happened, what would happen if Amazon's game studio was actually competent. Yeah, it's pretty much that. <laughs> and uh, these guys have done a, re and it's it's not just, this isn't just a one-off, right? Because if you look at Garena's history, uh, they've partnered with Riot Games uh, to, to manage and operate League of Legends in, in Southeast Asia in the past. Hmm. Uh, and they continue to do it, if I'm not mistaken. They even do, they even uh, operate a Call of Duty mobile in certain territories as well, if I'm not mistaken. So they have a good they, uh, they have a good knack of uh, knowing what works in specific regions and how to cater to it well. So and they've been pretty active in India. They have a pretty large workforce in India, uh, usually split between Free Fire and Booyah, and uh, hmm. they keep and they keep rolling out tournaments. And it's interesting that you mentioned uh, the Free Fire Invitational upfront because uh, what uh, they so for there were I think two or three Indian teams that qualified for it. And Garino is very, very, very particular in uh, making sure that uh, those teams got a slice of the prize pool, even though Indians were not allowed to travel to Singapore for it. They still made sure that, okay, the, the, the teams got a seat on the table. They still were rewarded because they did all the work of getting there. But they couldn't travel because it was I out see. of everyone's control. So they do their best to ensure that uh, they're on the good side. They try to. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, well, but with every esports game, yes, you have, uh, you do, ha you do tend to have a community that sometimes get up, gets out of hand, but they've been trying to do their best in that capacity. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I mean, what's, what's I mean, uh, first of all, that's kind of cool, Garina, to, you know, make sure that it, the Indian teams that were stuck because of, the, you know, the coronavirus outbreak that was happening in the country still got some kind of compensation. Uh, I mean, was it just praises from Indian esports fans and players? Uh, it's, it's more of that, like what they, tr what they've tried to do is not just, I mean, yeah, one part of it was making sure that you have the esports ecosystem taken care of, but the other part mm -hmm. of it is, is also ensuring that, uh, there's a good spectator experience. And I mean, frankly speaking, you have most of the country on YouTube, so they make sure that, you know, those people that, that part of, that part of things is taken care of. They're pretty active on those platforms as well. Um, but what's, uh, what's, 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 what's more interesting. And I think why it's gotten, uh, to be at the state it is because India, I think makes up around 10 to 15% of the active player base. And that's something mm -hmm. that, uh, what that, that actually came up in conversation at one of the industry events where, uh, actually the competition was track, well, not direct competition. One of the other gaming companies was tracking the numbers and it was like, yeah, it's roughly India is roughly 10% of their MAU, which is not bad at all. Uh, it's it's not obviously as I mean it's definitely not as big as uh, Battlegrounds slash PUBG was in its heyday, but it's still a mm -hmm. audience they're able to cater to. But more importantly, it's the fact that they're able to run on so many smartphones because that is uh, the biggest pain point in terms of accessibility. Because 
it's like this, right? If if you and your friends, uh, if one of your friends in your group of friends can't play PUBG and you don't want to leave them behind, everyone tries to switch, and that's that's usually what tends to happen here. Even and that's also one of the reasons why Fortnite didn't actually catch on. I mean, aside from getting the game itself when it was available on all platforms, the issue was uh, the fact that most engines couldn't. We we don't like play, having games that have a building mechanic that's kind of integral to how you play. That takes away from the shooting. So, mm-hmm. so, so in that way, it kind of managed to distinguish itself from the other games while still staying familiar. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you had a chance to play much Free Fire? Uh, on and off, on and off. But uh, and I think mo- most of the time, it's basically to check low end phones and how they work. So mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, how does I mean g- gameplay wise, like how does it compare? At least in you know, based on your reporting or your playing or talking to other pro players, you know, the other top mobile esports shooters. So it's got the 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 loop is pretty much similar, right? You drop in a map and you and and you try to survive, grab loot and try to survive. The loop is pretty much the same. Uh, mm-hmm. Where it's where it stands out is uh, is I mean it it's it gets a little crazy in terms of its own lore, in terms of its own events. It does a lot of mm-hmm. over the top stuff with uh, with with how its seasons play out and how mm-hmm. its loot plays out. Um, particularly with how they added the Indian characters, particularly with with like they they try to make sure they even bleed into pop culture in a way. They even had their own music video and song for India. Okay. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's like way over the top. Uh, but right. ma- but mainly the biggest concern that the esports community tends to have, and I think this is a case with most mobile games, is uh, the cheating aspect of it. Uh, like just mm. just today, uh, in one of in one of Garena's ongoing tournaments, uh, like three teams were, uh, were 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 disqualified for smurfing, uh, sharing accounts. What, what is that? They were basically sharing accounts and smurfing. Oh yes yes yes. So that oh, actually. But still, I think it's good to explain it just in case. <laughs> yeah, so smurfing is when you are when when you're playing on someone else's account. In this case, that's how mm. they described it. Uh, and that obviously becomes a problem because you know if, since everything is happening offline, it's I mean online, it's very tough to know who is actually playing and who to attribute the wins to. So that's what's gone down. They've they've actually had uh, that. That's what's that's one of the concerns that the players have. The org- the, mm-hmm. the esports teams are also share the same concerns where the teams are like okay because a lot of them were looking to get into free fire in a huge way, particularly because of how widespread it's been and popular it's been. But their biggest concern was, okay, how do we guarantee that, you know, everything is on level? But I think it's a problem that every game tends to have here. So it's just a question of, you know, working around that, working with the publishers uh, to fix that, to rectify that and to make sure everyone's on the level. But uh, hmm. I mean, yeah, it's though it, th- th- that seems to be the major concern. I mean, g- the game gameplay is pretty much standard uh, across the board. There isn't anything that stands out as particularly from from a from a pro player perspective. There doesn't seem to be anything that, that stands out really, really much to them. Yeah, so I know uh, going back to India really quick. I know that PUBG has been kind of having this on again, off again relationship with the country. I, I, I mean, what is the state of PUBG right now? Is it's possible to play the game in India at the moment, correct? So the thing is now, here's where. It, so with PUBG, it's an interesting one. Um, it's got firstly, it's it's come back as an as a with a different name called Battlegrounds Mobile India. Crafton uh, mm-hmm. is the publisher. It's not Tencent anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, when the games come back, a lot, a few, quite a few things have changed. Firstly, the data mm-hmm. policy. Uh, ensures that no data is going to China uh, to ensure quote unquote sovereignty and privacy uh, and user privacy. Um, 
So the data goes through India and Singapore on Azure, on Microsoft's Azure servers. Uh, aside from that, the other changes are uh, green blood instead of the regular red blood. And instead okay. of saying, and, and the messaging is, is you, you're, you're repeatedly told that, oh, this is quote unquote, a virtual world. And this has no bearing on real life. That is actually what an in-game announcer tells you uh, when you're in the menus. And I see, I see. when you actually drop out of a pla- uh, drop out of a plane onto the map, there's a huge sign that says this is a virtual world, and hmm. that and the after two hours of play, you're warned that you've played for two hours, take a break, and there's a giant wall of text that shows up on occasion that tells you, uh, you know, to look away from the for every hour of play, take fifteen minutes break, make sure that your posture is okay, uh, make sure that your circulation's okay, and you know, health is paramount and stuff like that. Right, right, right. But the interesting, gu- but, interesting. But the gameplay is basically PUBG. So yeah, I see, I see. And I mean, the time when it was kind of gone or in this weird hiatus, did Free Fire just see a huge surge in popularity? Yes, it did. In fact, uh, just before, uh, just before Battlegrounds came out, uh, the revenue figures were actually really, really good for uh, globally, not just India, but globally, where I think they were, uh, they were actually. They actually talked it up saying that uh, it was the highest grossing mobile game in India. They've actually went on record saying that. And according to them, like uh, they, they, they were, they've, they actually issued a statement saying that uh, in the first quarter of 2021, it was, I think, uh, 111.4% or some obscene number like that in terms of an increase. Um, hmm. And while, while Garena doesn't break out uh, figures per country, per region, uh, I mean, at the... I mean, the, the common estimate that gets thrown around uh, in in uh, when I talk to industry insiders and you know sources and people in general is that it's uh, with them the revenue monthly was on this is Play Store alone Google Play Store alone was roughly around a million million and a half dollars in that range. Mm. So so that's how much it was doing, which was pretty good by their yardstick. But if I compare it to PUBG Mobile, PUBG Mobile at its peak was three million. So. Mm. Ways to go on that front, but uh, it did it did see a, it did see a surge. Uh, every conceivable metric you could think of, be it the be it views on YouTube, be it the be it be it the the people just coming in and playing the game, be it the content creators jumping in. Yeah, it was pretty substantial during that period of time. And the the other part to it also is that uh, their terms with content creators tend to be pretty good. So a lot of them were willing to, you know, come on board, work with Booyah, get their stuff on the on the platform, and you know, get things moving. With with games like Free Fire and the popularity that it has, especially PUBG Mobile. I mean, we we, we learned recently that uh, Riot is also working on a mobile version of Valorant. Is it because, or at least maybe on your uh, based on your assessment, is it because Riot wants a piece of this mobile shooter pie? I think a lot of it has to do with. Uh, Valorant itself. I don't think it has to do with mo- with mobile or with mobile per se. Uh, and I say that mm. because if I look at it, I mean, uh, mobile is a natural extension, yes. But it, but from a Valorant perspective, if I look at it for India, the mobile, the PC version of the game has done tremendously well. And it, it, and right. the thing is, for us, uh, for 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 our market, PC tends to be uh, uh, insulated. It doesn't, ha- it doesn't, it's not impacted by what happens on other platforms. So, mm-hmm. so the way I see it, because Valorant was so was taken up so well by a large chunk of the players, by a large chunk of the community, uh, it makes sense to you know extend that reach further. And 
it's interesting because a lot of Indian CSGO pros uh, moved over to Valorant and their reasons were astoundingly simple. Um, according to one of them, Ankit uh, Pant, who's one of India's longest, uh, he, he's been one of India's longest running CSGO players. He moved over to Valorant. His reasons were mm. basically that, yeah, I mean, Riot actually listens to us. Riot actually takes our feedback into account. And they actually have commitments to make sure that they support the game. And because that channel of communication is open, unlike Valorant, it makes it easier. So a lot of them jumped ship uh, to Valorant for that reason. A lot of India's biggest players of CSGO jumped ship because of this reason alone. And if you look at it, right, when you have a game that's already got critical mass on PC, it becomes very simple to, to, to realize the untapped potential on mobile. And because the lot, because it's the same thing that happened with PUBG here, actually, where the, the PC version was doing ridiculously well to the point where I think uh, around around the time it was at version 1.0, there were, I think there was a million uh, MA, million, million and a half MAU from what I'm, if I'm not mistaken, on PC. So, uh, so, so when the mobile version came in, everyone knew it was already going to do astoundingly well. It was just a matter of time. So that's something I think publishers are aware of that, okay, if you have a game that's done well, there's a good way to extend it forward. And it's the same reason why uh, India is one of the test markets for Apex Legends Mobile. Uh, because, mm. yeah, the PC version of Apex Legends, I think we've, we've only, even though on the quote-unquote professional esports front, we've seen only one, one or two tournaments that have happened for Apex Legends. Um, but uh, the fact of the matter is, there is a lot of player interest. People are picking up IAPs and on the PC version, the console versions. So it's easy for publishers to gauge that, okay, if it's worked on this, we can we can port it over to something that's more widespread and more accessible. Hmm. You know, uh, for my last question, I want to ask, with Free Fire, at least Free Fire Esports, what is kind of the major takeaway that you can take, that, you know, we as listeners or fans of Esports can kind of learn from this game? I mean, is it that, you know, what like Thailand finally found its esports footing with Free Fire, or that it's um, helped unlock a new player base because it is so accessible for lower end phones. I mean, what is the one thing we should all learn from this? I think it's it's always about. I mean, I I would have to say it's a, it's a, it's it's basically a couple of things. One is they were able to identify a part of the market that was underserved and do mm -hmm. a really good job of bringing it to them, and just building on that. And uh, that's something that, yeah, that's something general audiences uh, would would find fascinating. That you know they were able to realize that there are people who want to play a play play a battle royale game. It seems like an aspirational, cool thing, and that's something which I which which I've noticed that in our market tends to happen quite often. Video games are still aspirational. It's not reached that point where it's broken into mainstream consciousness and gets the same uh, respect on the table as let's say film or TV. But it's getting mm. there, and uh, this is one way of pushing it forward. And from from a business standpoint, it's uh, it's allowed brands to to come in in a big way because, um, I mean, it's it's what's fascinating is uh, MediaTek, right? MediaTek makes a ton of uh, process, uh, makes a ton of chips for mobile phones and, and IoT devices. Right, right. They partnered with India's biggest telco, uh, Reliance Geo, for a, for for an esports tournament on Free Fire, and. It was a first time run with both of these companies doing something in the space. And I mean, it was pretty good. They had a 70K uh, on day one alone. I think they had 70K registrations. And most of oh, them, wow. yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's, it was able, I mean, from an ecosystem standpoint, it's good, right? Uh, you're able to get more people in, you're getting more people to play games. So that's where it's managed to work. Mm. Well, Rishi, it's always a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Uh, thank you again for jumping on. No worries.
And that was FTW with Ahmad Khan, part of the Dot Esports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and share. For a full transcript of the show, head on over to ftwamad.com. To follow Rishi and all the work he's doing over at IGN India, you can follow him at Twitter at Rishi Alwani. To follow me and my work over at Tom's Guide, you can follow me at Imad on Twitter. This episode was produced by Henrique Demore and Jacob Wolf. Executive producers are Kevin Morris and Thomas Tishio. With that, we'll catch you guys next week.